Creating a vision, seeking our passion Great cat, compassion, fashion Made in the US, eco-friendly High quality without getting all spendy We create the best, bringing it to you Shirts, coats, wallets, everything we do Dress with compassion, we're a vegan store Gravecat.com for more This is James Lucas, and this is the new episode of Vegan Style Life. I'm the owner of Grape Cat. We're a vegan and eco-friendly clothing and accessories store made without cruelty. You can visit us at grapecat.com. And I am Ellen Champion of Champion Relationship Coaching, and I help people uh, with their relationships and people to find the right partner instead of always ending up with the wrong one. And my website is www.championrelationshipcoaching.com. So I had an interesting week last night. Uh, uh, last, I had an interesting <laughs> restaurant experience last night. Last week. That's really hard to get out. Um, <laughs> it's Monday morning. It's Monday. <laughs> so I went to Cafe Frida in New York City. And they are a vegan, uh, they are a t- traditional Mexican restaurant that serves meat. Kiki Ad- Adami came in from Veganizer and veganized their whole menu. So they have a whole separate vegan menu. And when I ordered, I ordered the, the um, queso fundido. And when it came, it was just a plate of vegan cheese, salsa, mm-hmm. and some corn tortillas. I'm like, this isn't, I don't think this is what I ordered. It was, it was kind of weird. So it, the waiter came and he's like, oh, I'm so sorry. They didn't understand what was going on in the kitchen, <laughs> what you ordered. And so there's some confusion about like how it was supposed to be ordered. So they brought me my ting, tinga tacos with sauteed wild mushrooms and onions and then the manager, it, it, it was delicious. Okay, it's good. spicy, so it might not be not one of your, for not for you, yeah. So the waiter came over, apologized. The manager came over, apologized. The the social media person came over wow. and apologized. So the service was excellent, and so they the customer service. Yeah. The customer service was mm-hmm. excellent. They comped me my margarita, my queso fundido and a giant bottle of water. So I'm looking forward to go back to try to get the whole experience, but everything was delicious. Okay. You have to ask for the v- vegan menu. And um, yeah, it was good. So I'm looking forward to going back. And so yeah. you had- And what was the, the, the atmosphere like? Cause it, you know- It's nice, it's right on the street. So where I sat, you could, it was a, like a little sunroom. So you could sit outside oh, or, nice. there's, or there's, the bar area or there's an indoor more indoor restaurant too okay and and how was it expensive or um yeah it was a little expensive um the queso fundido was twelve dollars and the tingo tacos was twelve dollars and those were just small plates their their whole meals are like Mm -hmm. eighteen dollars yeah 
Okay. But, you know, if you're looking for a nice Mexican-inspired meal in New York City... I haven't had Mexican food in many years. Yeah. I mean, unless I made it myself. Right. <laughs> so, uh, that sounds really cool. It was really cool. It was delicious. So, I'm yeah. looking forward to going back and getting a better experience. But yeah. they took care of everything and they, they made right. up for it. I mean, things happen. Things happen. It, it's you how know. you handle what happened. Right. They handled it correctly. And they handled it correctly. They overhandled it. That's excellent. Yeah. And they didn't know that you were going to give them a review. <laughs> no. I mean, I posted I mean, my picture just... of my tacos okay. on uh, Instagram, but they didn't. They honestly didn't know. Okay. Okay, good. Well, because then if they knew, you don't know if everybody would be getting that experience or if they would just... Right. So that's why I'm yeah. asking. Yeah. Okay. That sounds really great. Uh, this week, I went to Chava Juice Bar, as promised. And uh, it was really nice. It's a it's a very Hamish uh, atmosphere. Um, uh, and what I mean by Hamish is, <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, that's a little Yiddish there. Um, but what I mean by that is just like very family oriented. It's very down to earth. It, there's nothing fancy. It's just this very relaxed atmosphere, um, which, you know, I mean, it's great to go to very nice upscale restaurants but it's also nice to just go and just feel like you know you can wear jeans and be comfortable and relaxed and and that's the kind of place it is um uh my husband had the the um seafood salad and i forgot the exact name but it's the only one that said seafood salad uh and i really remembered what i had but i can't tell you what it is now um <laughs> uh, but it had avocados in it and all that it's really good the soup oh my goodness the soup was unbelievable it was lentil soup and it was so 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 good um everything comes out um in a disposable uh, plateware and, and so forth. So it's that kind of a place. Um, but it was really nice. The owner was so sweet. She works as a nurse and she runs a business uh, from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. seven days a week. So I don't know how she does that. Um, but uh, she was really so, so sweet. Very kind. Uh, what else can I tell you? Very inexpensive, I thought. You know, I mean, things add up. Depends yeah. upon what you want. Um, the banana bread was also to live for. <laughs> it was very good. Um, and they also had a separate room, a community room, which I thought was really cool, um, which I plan to rent out for workshops, oh, actually. Nice. So that was really cool. And what else can I tell you? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I'm planning to go back. I did not go. I went for lunch. Um, I did not go for breakfast. And I'm really dying to go there for breakfast. Okay. They have the tofu scramble and just different different um, assortment, different things. But, go, you know, look them up on, on the website. It's Chava, C-H-A-V-A, Juice Bar. And it's really good. I would suggest going. And so Sunday I had brunch at my favorite uh, restaurant, yes. Sprig and Vine. Love that place. And of course I had to get my donut fix. So they had cinnamon and sugar donuts. I didn't even know they had donuts. Is that something new? No, for brunch. For brunch, they always. Yeah, for brunch, they always. That's one of yeah. their things sometimes. So I had that. Yeah. Then they had a cream of mushroom soup. Their mm. soup changes daily, so you never know what you're going to get in there, but the soup's always amazing. Oh, okay. And then I had what they called yeah. a 
chilaquiles rojos with corn tortillas, chili, ranchero sauce, tofu, sweet potato, cauliflower, and mm. cashew cream, which was amazing. So I've had a Mexican-inspired week, I think, this week. <laughs> yeah. Do you have a sombrero? No, I should get one when I go now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and next week, uh, well, the next time we... We film our um, podcast. I do plan to give a review on uh, Hip City Veg. Uh, one of my favorite places. Yes, mine too. Okay, so yeah, so we could we could both talk about all of our favorites, and um, so come, you know, make sure you listen again. You'll get the review on Hip City Veg in Philadelphia. Uh, they have three uh, locations in Philly and one in DC. Yep. So they're growing, people! Yay. <laughs> <laughs> So we got some news this week in the vegan world. There's two things we want to talk about. One is Chloe Casarelli was kicked out of her restaurant this week by uh, an arbitrator. Mm -hmm. So for me, it's heartbreaking because I've seen her since the beginning when she she won on Cupcake Wars as the first vegan chef to win Cupcake Wars. Oh, I remember that. And so it was exciting to try her restaurant. The food's delicious there. And it seems we're getting weird things from them. It was it was announced that they were going to serve meat, and that's why she kind of had a problem with it. And that started this whole legal landslide yeah. of things. And now they fought back with that she's been um, she's been causing problems for her for the restaurant and trying to slow things down and destroying contracts and taking money that wasn't for her so this is kind of a big hit for the vegan world because the the restaurant was exploding they have five mm. five restaurants through throughout new york there's one in boston now so you know this is kind of a interesting time to see what's going to happen if if they really will serve meat when now that she's gone and hopefully she'll get her name back and maybe they'll have to change it or whatever but hopefully they don't change it from a vegan restaurant chain to oh. a meat serving meat is there anything that we can do to help the situation i wonder well i mean i mean you can help her we use her cookbook all the time so we the pizza dough out of here is amazing we just made the tofu scramble out of here which is one of my favorites now that we're going to start doing so you can buy our cookbooks you can check out our website she's you know. adorable yeah she's beautiful she's really sweet so some of the things they're saying kind of don't mix up with that she's this conniving woman that tried to destroy their business she might have been naive on some of the stuff just because yeah. but yeah. I wonder if uh, we email her, um, find out the real story, and see how we could help her, and maybe we could save the restaurant. Uh, the, the restaurant's gone. That's okay. that's not coming back. I mean, her coming back to the restaurant's not going to happen. Okay. So it, they, you know, this is a big corporation that runs many restaurants. She was a yeah. small investment in it, so oh well. We'll see what happens. I'm she's going to land fine. She's an amazing chef, so. She'll be, you know, she'll figure it out. And yeah, she looks so young. She's like, really she's young. She's come far. Yeah, she, yeah she's really young. And then so also we found out that uh, 
a milk dairy has mm-hmm. now switched to only plant-based. Elmhurst Dairy, um, located in Queens, New York. Mm-hmm. And there's my accent. <laughs> <laughs> From New York. Yeah, um, they stopped all the dairy um, operations after 90 years. Um, and it's basically because people, uh, not only because people are, you know, are growing vegan number, um, but also because people are just making healthier choices uh, and they're realizing that dairy isn't the way to go health-wise. Um, so decreased profits, you know. So the great news about that is that people are seeing, you know, and hearing and, and getting more educated about animals, but also about health. Um, and they're making wise decisions. That's the good news. Um, the bad news is is that um, they're not doing it for the animals. They're doing it for you know just to save their business and to increase profits. So unfortunately, instead of giving the animals that they did have in their operation to uh, animal sanctuaries, they just sold them to another dairy. Yeah, operation, so. so. They closed down last October, yeah. and now they they have the four plant-based milks, which yeah. that's a good sign that, you know, and this is a big dairy. Like, they were supplying schools in New York. Mm. They were supplying different venues. So now if they can switch those plant-based milks over to give to school children, that's a big bonus, too. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully. Hopefully, Hopefully they'll follow in Portugal's steps. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I don't know too much about this, so uh, but I did read an article um, on riseofthevegan.com website, um, and it said that China's largest dairy company, and forgive me if I'm saying this wrong, I'm not Chinese, but it looks like Hushan Dairy or Hushan Dairy or something like that, uh, their stock crashed uh, 90% erasing $4 billion, $4 billion, not million, $4 billion from its market value. So people are definitely choosing at least vegan dairy products <laughs> over, you know, not, not necessarily to be completely vegan, but um, at least choosing vegan dairy over yeah. dairy, which is a big thing. Yeah, it is, especially since we're not baby cows and, you know, (laughs) 70% of the population has what the fake uh, disease of uh, Mm -hmm. lactose intolerant. Yeah, yeah. So um, Mm -hmm. I think people are starting to catch on that they don't need to drink milk and that causes more problems than it solves. Oh, my goodness. So much more problems. (laughs) And you know what? We're, We're the only animal... And yes, we are an animal. We are the only animal that, um, that um, I don't know if you have to no. do something there. Um, we're the only animal that not only eats or drinks another animal's milk, but we're also the only animal that drinks milk past infancy. It's just insane what we do to ourselves. Yeah. And then we wonder why we have problems. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, that's why we're here. Okay. <laughs> so our next topic is holiday meals. Now that Easter's coming up and mm-hmm. Passover, right? Passover, right. Okay. <laughs> He'll do the Easter. I'll, I'll do, do the, the Passover. <laughs> um, for our family, a tradition was to have a ham on Easter and then all the sides. And 
I'm lucky that my parents are very supportive of us when we come to visit for mm-hmm. for holidays. Yeah. That my mom this last Thanksgiving, my mom made everything vegan except for the turkey for them. So uh, the mashed potatoes, the gravy, the the sides were all vegan, and you know at, at Easter now. It's probably going to be the same thing. I know a lot of people don't have the same experience. It's a fight. But there are some options for you that are either pre-made, like uh, Tofurky has a new ham. So this would be awesome to bring to an event and just, you know, just get people to try it and at least give them the experience that they don't need to have a traditional ham, that they could have this new ham without losing any flavor. It's scary (laughs) ham tasting, so... I never had ham. Yeah, I mean, if you haven't had it, then you're not going to miss it, but uh, for someone... But I also don't celebrate Easter, so... (laughs) Right. (laughs) So, if you have that experience, then you have those memories, and you want to keep these traditions, Mm -hmm. that there's some things you can do, there's a lot of new recipes... And we'll post those over the next couple of weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Anything else? Um, How about like like for Easter? Um, there's the Easter egg hunt. That's that's like the one thing I know about Easter. Um, but you know there are so many substitutes. You could just get the plastic ones. Yeah, right? we never and, used actual. I mean, we decorated the e- Easter egg, but you know you can go to an art store and buy the styrofoam eggs if you want to paint oh, okay. those or. There's wooden eggs that you can paint. You can and, paint and the And you could egg. reuse them. So that's very yeah, good for once the environment. You, you don't have once, to. <laughs> once you get a cool design that you like, yeah. you can either paint over it if you don't like it or, you know. Mm-hmm. And then we always use the plastic Easter eggs when we mm-hmm. would we would do the Easter egg hunt because then they'd be filled with money or candy or whatever. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of good options to make chocolate yeah. Easter bit, you know, um, chocolate Easter bags now, or baskets now, so mm-hmm. um, so we'll post some links to some of our favorite chocolates, and, uh, you, you know, Peeps have gelatin in them, mm-hmm. um, Sweet and mm-hmm. Sarah makes a vegan And you peep. know what, I, I, I don't know who's going to be viewing us, I'm sure there's vegans that understand what gelatin is, and everything that we're saying, and then there are people who are just hopefully, you know, transitioning, and they might not know everything, so can you just let them know what gelatin is, because a lot of people don't. I know, it's, it's, it's pretty disgusting when you learn out what it is. Gelatin's pretty, my understanding, it's the ligaments, the bones that are melted down that give jello that rubbery kind of feeling. Yeah, I heard it's the hooves. In the hooves. It's yeah. pretty much whatever they couldn't sell, they boil it down and make uh, this goop mm-hmm. out of it. So, you know kinda gross. It's really gross. When you when you when you become educated on this stuff, you're like, I can't believe I ate that stuff. I know, I know. Makes you want to vomit. <laughs> yeah. Anything else about No, I think um okay. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel fortunate, so hopefully our viewers and listeners yeah. will find that even if they have to bring their own food, that they can bring enough to share so people try it. And, then you know, the yeah. V word's scary to some people. Yes, for a lot of people. Um, all right, so what I have to say about this is that... Um, 
I know that families can be not know what to do with you. I know my, I feel like my family, I, I never have the holiday meals with my family anymore. Um, they really don't know what to do with me. And I, and personally, I just don't want to be at a table with a whole turkey or, you know, uh, I, I could sort of like deal with things when there's no bones and yeah. I don't hear cracking and I don't know. I just can't <laughs> stand certain things. Um, but I just, I just don't want to be around that. So, um, I mean, sometimes you can't help it because you're in a restaurant, but, um, but uh, sometimes you can. And so anyway, so it doesn't really work out that way with my family. However, one time I did have Thanksgiving with David's sister and I was really taken aback in a good way because she, unlike anybody I've ever had this experience with, she did research. She doesn't know much about veganism. I mean, she knows something, um, but she went online. She got vegan recipes for Thanksgiving. So she made us a whole separate entree, you know, some things we could both have, um, well, all things we could you know, they could have ours, but we can't have theirs. But it was basically almost two separate meals. Um, and she just did all that work. And I was, I was just, I just couldn't stop hugging her. I thought she was just such a sweetheart for that. But most people won't do that. Yeah. Uh, they won't do all the research and so forth. So um, one of the things that I want to bring up is that when you are going and, and you know, you knew and maybe these people don't know, I don't know who you're going to, friends or family, um, and they might not know, you know, and it might be an uncomfortable situation, but it doesn't have to be all that uncomfortable, honestly. Uh, just if you know who, who's hosting or, or the hostess is, you know, talk to them and let them know, listen, I'm vegan. This is what it means, because believe me, a lot of people say they know what it means and they don't. <laughs> so just confirm they really get what it means. <laughs> it's not fish. It's not fish, right, right. It's not honey. It's not, you know. So just make sure that they really get it because they, some people do can confuse between being vegan and, um, and vegetarian and pescatarian. And you know, there's just so many anions or whatever. Yeah. So, um, you know, so just, you know, talk to them and figure things out. You know, maybe they say, no, I want to make everything. Don't worry about it. You could send them information online. There's tons of it. Um, I have a list right in front of me about um, uh, 21 foolproof vegan recipe substitutions. You know, there's just tons of information online and on PETA.com and, uh, excuse me, .org. Um, yeah, .org. Uh, but, you know, you don't have to go to PETA. It's just all over. So, um, so that's really good. Uh, but you could also bring your own food, which I've done many times. Bring your own food. This way you don't have to worry about it. You know you could trust it. Um, you know, I, I remember going to my father, actually my sons told me, they went to my father, my father's house, and he had, um, he served them beans or something, or soup. I don't remember, something like that, it was a while ago. And, but there was, there was meat in it. I mean, it wasn't, I mean, he opened up a can. It's yeah. not like he made it, right. but there was ingredients in there. He just thought, oh, well, it said beans or, you know, so it was safe. It wasn't. There was nothing there that said chicken or beef, so he right. thought it was safe. Um, and my son said, uh, well, no, you know, look at this. And he goes, oh, it'll be good for you. Don't worry about it. Just have it. And of course, my sons didn't. But you just can't trust. <laughs> no, you Even can't. if they mean well, you might not be able to fully trust. So just go by your instincts, please. And it's very simple. Just bring your own food. It's really okay. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's how I feel, too. It's like, at yeah. least you're sharing the day with someone. Right. Make it not about the food. I know that's hard because in our society, it's always about <laughs> the food. But if you could take that element out and just say, you know what? I just want to celebrate the holiday with people who I love. It will go a lot easier. It will go a lot easier. Um, anyway, for Passover, I just want to say this. Um, being vegan, there are so many different substitutes. You can go online and you could find, you know, a great vegan Zimis recipe and just, you know, whatever it is, um, uh, Kugel recipe or whatever. But the plate, the Seder plate for the ceremony um, is is really, you know, I found that difficult to change only because, you know, tradition, if you're a traditional person, it's very, you know, sometimes difficult. But, but then I started to realize I can make my own traditions. I don't have to follow... A tradition just because one day years ago <laughs> they said this is ago. the way to do it you know yeah. I could uh, I could say this is the way I'm gonna do it now so now I have my own tradition and um, so what I do is I'm um, what I do is for uh, the Ziora the I put fresh beet instead um, and that's supposed to be usually a shank bone of a lamb mm -hmm. is there so I mean just the thought of it just yeah, grosses yeah. me out I can't believe I ever did um, but now I use beet to just show the blood of what um, what happened to the animals and 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 human beings as well. And um, so uh, that's what I did. Um, the haroset, well, that's easy enough. It's just chopped nuts, apples um, instead of honey. I put agave, um, or you could put maple syrup if you prefer. Spices, uh, wine. Make sure the wine is vegan if you can. Um, matzo, well, as long as it's not egg matzo, you're pretty good. Um, let me see what else. Uh, the bitter herbs, it's horseradish. That's vegan, so that's easy enough. Um, the belza um, is actually, it normally is a hard-boiled egg. Um, and uh, to symbolize fertility and to symbolize spring coming. Um, and for that, uh, a lot of people put avocado, but I tend to just put a flower there. So that's what when I When I was in Miami... The sh there was a chef there that made a vegan boiled egg. It had the white. It had the little yellow. How do you do that? He had he had a mold, an egg mold that made half the that made it, and then it was a it was kind of one of those things where you're like this is wrong that I'm eating it, but it's delicious. So, uh, okay. <laughs> but it was really good. No, but, but it wasn't wrong in the sense that it was vegan. Yeah, but it but you get that wrong. psychological yes. part that yes. you, like when you're eating. Mm -hmm different things that yep. you know um yeah i know exactly mimic what you it. you're you're kind of fighting with that right yeah exactly exactly um also um just, uh, just i'm getting off of passover for a second <laughs> but for easter um you could also go online again there are so many vegan easter yeah it's really so easy now. it's just so easy um so that that's a a great thing to do um and I can't find what I was looking for. Um, and I have here five tips. Uh, and I actually already put it on our website. Okay. Uh, not our website, our um, Facebook page. On um, Vegan Styled Life Vegan Styled, yes. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and um, I lost it here on the, on the web. But anyway. Um, but, you know, there's so much... this a plethora of information out there. Don't be shy. All you have to do is go online and check it out. 
Um, and also, I want to share this. This is a book of mine. Hope you could see this. It's uh, Living Among Meat Eaters by Carol J. Adams. Um, and it is filled with information about how to deal with uh, omnivores. Um, you know, and oh, there it is. And, uh, and it's really, it's really good. I mean, it, it, they repeat itself, it, you know, a lot of times, but the information is still solid. And it's how to, it, it talks about how to deal with certain comments that you might get. I know I certainly get them. I just got a humane meat thing, so oh, yeah. I, I probably need to read this too. Because oh, yeah. I was like... I could lend it to you, sure. <laughs> it's really, it's a good book. Um, and it just, yeah, it just goes over. And there's other books too, if you want. I have tons of books at home about how to deal with people. <laughs> um, but this is a, a very good, the Vegetarian Survival Handbook. Uh, but it will tell you all the things that you uh, probably would be helpful to you in speaking with people who are either just inquisitive and they just want to know and they want to learn and they want to understand or people who are, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, but jerks. And... <laughs> Um, and I'm only saying that. I mean that from the bottom of my heart. Um, but, you know, let's face it. Some people are just um, rude and they don't get it. And they feel, even if you're not attacking them, they feel sort of like they have to defend themselves, I think. And they just, you know, they run amok with their mouth and, um, and they really don't know what they're talking about. It's just fear and concern or... You know, it's it's going against everything that they learned growing up, everything that they know and hold dear and traditions and, you know, just things like that. And I think that people just become afraid. <laughs> I think some of, a lot of it is fear. Yeah, yeah. Or ignorance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyway, um, so that's what I have. Do you have anything? No, I think we uh, covered it pretty well. Yeah, I think so, too. Yeah, please leave comments on the Facebook page yes. if you have and questions. We'll answer them next time or comments mm -hmm. or, what it, you know, suggestions. This is only our second episode, so we're, we're yes. open to it. Yes. So, also, if you could do us a favor and share this video or leave a, uh, a review on iTunes, that would be helpful. And thumbs up. If you like it, please, thumbs up. Thumbs up with us. Um, I do have a quote I would like to leave uh, with this quote. Um, I, it doesn't have a name of the author, uh, but it says, Vegan because going to bed each night knowing that I did not contribute to any being suffering makes my soul shine. And it does. <laughs> That's what it's all about, That's doing the least amount of harm. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing your time with us today. And again, everything that he said, leave comments, leave suggestions, leave ideas for us. And, um, and please like us and share us. Thank you so much. Have a great holiday. Thank you.